The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at GameBridge.io. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is The Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening to the show, thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb. In for Colin Cowherd. It's a Friday. The very last non-game week football Friday until the new year. Think about that for a second. There, there will next weekend is is that week zero? Never understood the idea of week zero. Week zero is next weekend in college football, right? Which is it's like pre-boarding. How do you board before you board a plane? I don't really know, but that's what we do next weekend. Week zero, college football kicks off. You are listening to the herd live from Los Angeles. Colin is out. Gottlieb is in. Ah, oh, don't don't change the dial just yet. Stop it. Stop it. We still got a great uh, show for you. Dennis Dodd's going to join us. We'll talk some college football. Not just realignment, but um, <laughs> I love when the media carries the water for these ridiculous discussions about transfers uh, as Florida State had a two-time transfer shot down in terms of immediate eligibility. We'll get to that upcoming. Uh, the Dodgers win their 11th consecutive game. Uh, pretty amazing. Sean Merriman will join us uh, upcoming next hour. We'll talk some NFL with him. Jeff Howell will join us. He's our NFL insider from The Athletic. And we'll talk about uh, Dalvin Cook as well as some of the other interesting stories in the National Football League. Matter of fact, speaking of Dalvin Cook, let's get to that. So, in the same week in which we got Robert Sala calling out his offensive line as a group. And I heard what Colin said at where earlier this week where he said, like, look, you, you couldn't do this in the NBA because of the egos and personalities, uh, but you can do it in the NFL in terms of calling out players. I, I, would, I would point out that there's, there is a difference there in Salah called out a position group. And the truth is, 
And if we could cue that up, like I'll t- I actually think there was a miss in what Robert Sala said. Like he's being widely hailed as, there's a guy, tells it like it is, called out the group because it can't block anybody. But in the same week in which they signed Dalvin Cook, it becomes obvious like, you kind of a problem there blocking people. All right. But here was Robert Sala. Remember, this is, uh, it was out Tuesday. Obviously, if you watch Hard Knocks, you can watch it anytime on demand, HBO, HBO Max, whatever. Uh, here's, here's Sala earlier this week. You can have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You can have two $10 million plus receivers. You can have a reigning offensive rookie of the year. You can have all kinds of skill in the running back room. None of it matters until the big boys up front change who the we are. We, as coaches, we, as an organization, can't want it more than you. Yeah. So, look, he's calling out the motivation of the offensive line. We can't want it more than you. You guys don't want... I, I, and, and maybe that's what's missing. And I will also tell you that this is something from coaching I have learned and from being coached I have learned, that there's a different way to motivate dudes in terms of ending it in positivity and continuing to build the cohesiveness and confidence. And maybe it's he just doesn't think they're any good and he's trying to get them to play harder. But what's missing there is, hey, we got Hall of Fame quarterback. We got two $10 million wide receivers. We got the offensive rookie of the year. Now, by the way, we got Dalvin Cook coming in. And like you guys are, we, we want to build around you. You guys are good enough, but you're just not playing like it. Like there's, there's a difference. It's like when you say you're, uh, it's like when you say you're acting like a jerk to somebody, right? You act like a jerk. Did you call me a jerk? No, no, no. I said you're acting like a jerk, which means normally you're not a jerk. Normally you're awesome, but right now, what's going on? So there is a way in which, in terms of the 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 way in which you center you structure a sentence, that you can make it positivity. Because the takeaway there is, hey, these guys don't want it, and. If they don't want it, they're not good enough. We'll get guys in. And that's the reality of all sports, by the way. And while I agree with Colin that generally you don't call guys out in the NBA, and this is where private becomes public because of hard knocks, he didn't call any one guy out. He called a group out, a group that widely needs motivation. But I would, the miss there is not in what he said, but how he could have put it together and made it, well, we, we thought we're good enough. We know we're good at offensive line. You guys just aren't playing up to your potential. You're much better than how you're playing. Regardless of which. I, I just, you know, uh, it's going to pour this weekend in California. Do you guys know that? There's a Hurricane Hillary. Jokes aside, okay, stop with the political humor. Hurricane Hillary's it's down off Baja, Mexico. It's coming off. It's going to scatter and supposedly, okay, the meteorologists are predicting that Vegas and Palm Springs and desert communities are going to get two and three years worth of rain in two or three days. That'd be fun. Because, you know, those communities are built for this type of weather. Anyway, so I was, buddy of mine's getting ready to come play golf this week. I was like, dude, I don't think you're going to get it in Sunday. Right. I'm, I'm picturing the Caddyshack. Holy, the good Lord would never take away the greatest round of my life. Anyway, it feels like the Jets have awesome clubs, right? 
They got some brand new, like, personally made PXG clubs, right, where they're just, like, perfect and lined up for them. And they drive the hell out of it, right? And they've been working on their short game and just chipping and putting and their iron plays, but they can't putt. And it is a cliche, but you, what, drive for show and putt for dough? And I, I was listening. This is Dalvin Cook talking about how good they could be. Take a listen. Being on the other side of that for the last six years, you know, I couldn't be on the other side no more. So it was just like being, I got the chance to go join them and you know, help them win, win again. You know, that was, that was a big thing to come, come over here. When you dig deep and look into the roster, I think all the pieces are put together. I think I can come help these guys. And you look at the running back room with MC, Brees, Bam, and all those guys with me just adding to it. I think it could be something special. It, it, it could, right? You have Brees Hall's back, Dalvin Cook, good wide receivers, and Aaron Rodgers, as much as Colin for years has been down on Aaron Rodgers, and he's rightfully so, by language could be bad. I've always been the Aaron Rodgers guy. Uh, but when Aaron Rodgers has gotten pissy, to, to, for I mean, that's probably the easiest way to explain it, a lot of times it's been like if you don't block for him. Like what's, what's the best thing Aaron Rodgers does? Back there, a little backyard football, figure it out, extend the play, throw some laser, or run for a first down at the last second. Like there's, there's some magic to what he can do. But you can't do magic if you can't block people, it just doesn't work. You know, it's the basic fundamentals of the sport. And Sala was right in what he said. Like, it doesn't matter if we got the best wide receivers and we got the best quarterback. You can't block up front. We got no shot. Right? Well, you can't block up front. We, we got no shot. And you can be as down on Bill Belichick and what they've done on the offensive side of the ball all you want. But that guy knows a thing or two about defense. We can talk all we want about Tua and the Dolphins and whether or not he'll be able to stay healthy, but the, the defense will get after you. And that division, like, they're going to get after Aaron Rodgers. And the fundamentals are the fundamentals. If you can't block, you can't tackle, you can't play. Doesn't matter how pretty the ball is, doesn't matter how talented the guys are. It just, it really is that simple. And you go through kind of team by team and what changes involved. Like, do you have to have the star quarterback to take the next step? Of course you do. Of course you do. You know, pl- Mahomes is the perfect example, right? But when, Mah- like when Mahomes lost in the Super Bowl and he looked bad in the Super Bowl, why was that? Well, he didn't have four of his starting offensive linemen. You can't block. It doesn't matter. Pat Mahomes is a magician. But, like, he's not really a magician because magician, magic is not real. <laughs> he, he, he can't really disappear. He can't really transport himself. He can't really separate his limbs. He needs just a second to set his feet, and then he can scramble around. You still need guys up front that can block. There are plenty of things that can derail a team from the level of talent that they have. But the first and most important is those five guys on the inside. And I like Dalvin Cook. And by the way, the Dalvin Cook signing should shut up everybody who talks about the running back market, the running back market, the running back market. 
Dalvin Cook may be a little bit of a depreciating player because, of course, he's coming off of that second contract, which he didn't wasn't able to fulfill. They paid him to walk away. But free and clear, no trade, no nothing else. He got one year, you know, bonuses could take it to eight and a half. It's probably in the six and a half million variety. Like, what is the discussion about values of running backs when the value is based upon comps and what guys make on the open market? But I like Dalvin Cook. I like Brees Hall. I like what they got outside the numbers. Who doesn't? And who doesn't like Aaron Rodgers? And a motivated Aaron Rodgers who wants to go F you to everybody who thought that he was done or even to the Packers who he just seemed done with the whole thing. Like all of that works. I'm not disputing it. I've never been a denier of how awesome Aaron Rodgers is, especially when he's mentally, emotionally in the right place. But I mean, Pat Mahomes can't win without an offensive line. Aaron Rodgers sure as hell can't either. You are never going to take money off your buddies on a Sunday if you can't putt. If you can't putt, you drive for show, you putt for dough. And the same is true in the National Football League. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then those. Never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovis is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovas.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, 
Limited time, just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovas, only at Decovas.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. You know, something interesting going on in Major League Baseball. Obviously, you have disastrous seasons in New York with the Yankees and even more so with the Mets. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals, ugh. And I think, and we've discussed this when I've sat in for Colin, I've discussed this on my own show, which follows this show. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 5 Eastern time, noon to 2 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, where Major League Baseball has undergone a, uh, a complete makeover in terms of style of play. And it's, it's really hard to to kind of figure it out before it happened. You know, there's no shift. So now you have to, you have to actually be able to move and cover your position. You, you, you can't stick three, four guys over on one side of the, of, of the diamond and cover up the fact that your second baseman can't move. Your, your third baseman can't move. It's a lot harder. Additionally, offensively, you're actually better off putting it in play than you have been in the last couple of decades because, well, they increased the base size, which has opened up the doors to far more stolen bases. Yeah, there's the pitch count, the hitter count, all, hitter clock, pitcher clock, all that stuff. But bringing athleticism back into the game is one of the reasons that I think some of these younger teams, more vibrant teams, more athletic teams, and as opposed to the teams with the big boppers who run hot and cold, uh, aren't, aren't nearly as successful. Then you look at the Dodgers, and this was a weird year for the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers are perceived having just endless resources of money, plus they have an incredible farm system. But the lack of offseason moves, especially the pitching staff or the bullpen, and even the trade deadline, not really like trying to kill it and go for the jugular, I it feels like a year or felt like a year. It's kind of a just stay flat year. And then next year you go out and get Shohei Otani. You adjust some things and you, you, you try and make a run. Like Atlanta's the best team. Let's not screw with it. We'll just be good. But the Padres obviously are a bit of a mess. The Mets who people thought would, would be good have now, you know, broken off their two older starting pitchers. And here the Dodgers are winning 11 in a row. It's weird that this team, and maybe it is a product of being a team, still have very good players. Like, let's not act like they got a bunch of, they still have Mookie Betts, you know. You you still have plenty of talent there. But I, I don't know about you. And Freddie Freeman obviously have an incredible season. And by the way, speaking of win-win, I mean, how about Freddie Freeman, great with the Dodgers, replaced by a guy who's leading the National League in home runs. Like, win-win in Atlanta and, and in L.A. with that move. But with Matt Olson. But, I mean, here the Dodgers are. They sit, they're looking down at the Padres, at the rest of the West. They've won 11 in a row. They're playing their best baseball. I, I don't know if that changes people's, uh, how upset they'll get if they fall flat in the postseason. But it's, I, I don't think there's anybody who would argue it's been a surprisingly outstanding regular season. And the fact that they're playing better and better baseball 
despite still having some of the same flaws rotationally, whatever. It's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. It's weird. It'll take, I'm trying to think how long it'll take people to figure out that baseball is a different watch than it used to be. Like now you go to a game and you're in your car and sometimes home at the three hour mark. And, and the actual in-game is a lot more exciting. There's a lot more guys in the base pass. There's a lot more action to it. Almost all the rule changes they've made seems to have worked. But uh, there's still the mainstream, like just the other night, yes, last night I was having sushi with my daughter. And she's like, you know, baseball is kind of boring. I said, well, you know, that's kind of the charm to it is you can go with friends and hang out and talk and still see the game. But it's less boring than it used to be. What if that was the, what if that was the ad slogan? Do you guys, uh, two of you may remember music you're not old enough to remember. There was a, a Richard Dreyfuss movie where it was uh, like there was a company that did ad campaigns and they actually went to a mental health hospital and they came up with the slogans and one of them was uh, Volvo boxy but good, right? Or boxy but safe or something like that. What if Major League Baseball's like slogan was Major League Baseball? Less boring than it used to be. I don't know. Because it really isn't boring. It's a lot more exciting to watch, but it's definitely not at the pace of other sports. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. We're getting ready for week two of most teams' uh, preseason games. And it's generally progressed this way, right, where you play a little bit more week two and then week three you you know, sometimes you play a half and then week four, you don't play any. Obviously, it's changed with the schedules. But with, with the fewer preseason games or the f- fewer preseason looks, Russell Wilson had this quote speaking to reporters after yesterday's practice. Wilson said he believes it's all coming together as the team continues to gain more experience in Sean Payton's system. Quote, the best part is that we're really catching on to everything we want to do. We're having consistency just coming out of the field, using walkthroughs, using practices, to get our minds right before practice. Now, Sean Payton said that they're going to get 15 to 18 snaps against the nine, um, in their preseason opener. Uh, th- excuse me. They, he wanted them to get 15 to 18 snaps in the preseason opener against the Cardinals. This week, he wants 20 to 24 against the Niners. What I've heard out of Denver is it is better, but we don't know what that better means. Right? Like, well, is it better than it was a couple weeks ago with Russell Wilson? Yes. Is it good? Why, that's, that's a whole different thing. And it's really fascinating because there's a lot of moving parts to any team. And as we stated with the Jets, like, look, if you can't block, it doesn't really matter what else you do. Right? You just, you can't block, you can't run. And if you can't run, you become one bench. You know, if you, and if you're back there trying to throw and you can't block, you're, it's not going to be good. But I would say that no team's success or failure is going to be blamed or um, I don't want to do the acclaim. That's the that's rhyming. Um, it, it revolves. The discussion will completely revolve around Russ. And it's interesting, like obviously Sean Payton's been really successful going back to his days, calling plays with the Cowboys. Fast forward to what he's done with the Saints. I mean, Drew Brees. Uh, became a Hall of Famer in New Orleans playing for Sean Payton. 
Now, part of it was Bree's personal improvement. Part of it was building a system around a diminutive quarterback who could see and had a unique way of being able to step up in the pocket. Now, Russ is different. He does not step up in the pocket. Like, he gets really, really deep. And, yeah, he does like to run around back there and try and make plays. And I think last year it was obvious he's not the same guy because of the weight. Now he's lost some of the weight. But, you know, Father Time is like the 72 Dolphins, completely undefeated. So the more reps shouldn't be a surprise. The volume of reps they got in week one and now the volume of in week two feels like, well, that's a bit heavier. Most teams, most teams have put those volume of reps in to the dual practices. The Broncos want to do it in a real, or real, whatever, preseason game. Obviously, it opens you up to injuries, but I think Sean Payton's a little bit old school. But like, look, if we have the legit discussion, guys are getting hurt at a similar rate anyway. And, you know, maybe one reason they're getting hurt is they're, they're not taking a volume of reps in the preseason. So you're not building up kind of a layer of, uh, of resistance to all the, the physical pounding. I, do I know if Russell ever get it back? No. Have I been told in Denver that he looks better than he did last year and better on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis? Sure. Is that better good enough to be, you know, the second or third best quarterback in a division with two super elite young quarterbacks? I don't know. But I can't think of a better, more interesting watch. Because remember, Sean Payton turned down the job the first time around, and then they came back around to him, offered him a crazy amount of money, and then he took the job. But but Peyton has also done, he's done a really nice job of making it so much, not just about my way or the highway with not having excess trainers and coaches in the building, whatever, like they had for Russ, but also kind of making it about Russ. He gets a total pass. If, they, if their offense stinks this year, he gets a pass. If their offense is good, he's the one who fixes it. This is a win win for Sean Payton. I know, yeah, by the way, if you look at his contract, Russell's not going anywhere anyway, so you you better try and make it work with the guy. But I'm fascinated to see Denver and what it looks like with Russell Wilson this year because so many people have said they think he's done. And the only thing I can I can think back on is I was – we were talking about the Michael Orr story a bunch. And I don't know how much, how much has Colin gotten into that uh, music in terms of the Michael Orr story with the, we have not, uh, we have not discussed it. We sort of let it. Yeah. We let it be its own thing. There was much back and forth on many different perspectives and opinions on who received what and how it all laid out. We, uh, no, I I definitely think it was one of those, when the story first came out, uh, it was one of those, holy cow, these people are the are terrible human beings. But you had to sit there and go like, okay, well, there has to be some something I'm missing here. Then they came out with their story like, okay, well, that, that reads really differently than his story. And you start to understand the dynamics of movie, book, deal, make a ton of money, and yet Michael Ward didn't make much money. He's clearly blaming the family for what feels like signing a bad deal. But were they, did they have nefarious intentions I, I don't know from their side it feels like that my point is that in the great stories in the history of sports Michael Orr and I think Kurt Warner are two of the best but if you look at Kurt Warner's career 
go back and track it, right? Like Northern Iowa to Arena League to Europe to back up and then gets an opportunity with the Rams, greatest show on turf. Unbelievable two and a half seasons or so, maybe three seasons with the Rams, and then it started to fall apart. Then he goes to the Giants, and he had like a hand injury. Could never, and, he, and they end up obviously having Eli, and then eventually became Eli's job. And he was almost out of the league. Then he goes to Arizona as Leinart's backup, replaces Leinart when Leinart gets hurt, and then wins the job the next year, and comes back and takes the, Carol, the Arizona Cardinals to the Super Bowl. The point is that in relation to Russell Wilson. And they're, they're very different players, right? Russell, you know, for the last decade, if you close your eyes, you think of a Seattle Seahawks game, most of your impressions are Russell Wilson at the end of the game running around behind the line of scrimmage trying to make a play, and more times than not, it seemed like it worked. That's different than Kurt Warner. Unbelievable quick release, arm strength. Both intelligent guys, but a different way of, of playing the same. The point is that if you want to say, I haven't seen a guy fall off like that, I give you Kurt Warner fell off like that. And if you also want to say, I haven't seen a guy get it back after falling off, I give you Kurt Warner as well. There are other guys in which we could, Vinny Testaverde got it back. You know, he was a bust. And then all of a sudden he got it back late in his career with the Jets. But it's going to be interesting to find out because Sean Payton, even though, you know, it's his job to fix it, If it doesn't get fixed, I do believe most of the blame will be on Russell this year. Last year was on the coaching staff and a good amount on Russell. This year, he loses the weight, which only tells people that he was too heavy last year. But I think because of the pedigree of Sean Payton, there ain't no way the the fingers are going to be pointed at him. Even the offensive line, it's kind of a no-lose for him. And that's probably the biggest question that they have. But the game two reps, there's going to be a high volume of them. High volume of them for the Denver Broncos. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovas is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovas.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, limited time. Just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovas, only at Decovas.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Sean Merriman joins us. He's a former All-Pro linebacker, of course. Uh, uh, Lights Out 10 is this Saturday, the twin, oh, excuse me, a week from Saturday at, um, uh, where's, Sean, where's the, the next event? What casino Yeah, we'll that? be in San Diego at Casino Palma. Um, Lights Out Extreme Fight, we're back, man. It's our, our 10th one. Uh, first time in San Diego, man. It's just a big deal for us at Casino Palma. People can get their tickets at lightsoutxf.com. And uh, we'll be live on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports, man. So if you guys don't have Fubo, get it for sure. Okay, I, I actually want to start with the team you're most famous for, which is when you were a star with the then Chargers from San Diego, now the LA Chargers. I was at their camp this week, and I mean, a blind man can see like that is a talented, talented roster, right? And uh, done so far, knock wood, no issues. They got Rashawn Slater back. Joey Bosa's healthy. Obviously, Derwin James. You got your quarterback signed up, essentially for from, you know, for the next six seven years. Uh, thing, things appear to be good. What in your mind can mentally get them over the hump? Because you know how it is. Like charging has become a verb where you feel like something bad is always going to happen, like it happened in the playoffs. What gets a team like that over the hump? I think honestly, man, um, and I hate to sound you know cliche or you know, just basic, but it's, it's going to come down to injuries, right, and these guys' health. Um, last year, I think that most people can say that no one's seen anything like that in the history of, of football where that many of your big-name guys, your key guys, your starters, not only go down for a game or two, I'm talking about six-plus, eight-plus season injuries, right? If you look at last year, how, how often was Khalil Mack and Joey Bolson on the field at the same time? How often was Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the field at the same time? Very seldom. You know, even Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert got the rib injury early on during the season. He was battling for about four to six weeks. And so we've never seen anything like this. So I'm guessing this, and I know everybody's going to keep bringing up the Jaguars playoff game. I get it. They should have won. They, they took their foot off the gas. In my opinion, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. They battled through. It showed a lot of adversity. You know, uh, you know, adversity and found a way to get in the playoffs. 
So regardless of how it ended up last year, just for them to get there with those amount of injuries, man, was pretty incredible. Was pretty incredible, uh, but the expectations are 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 sky high. Let, let's get to to Denver. We were just talking about Russell Wilson and didn't look good week one. Offensive line issues galore. What do you think the likelihood is that he has a career resurrection this year? I think it's slim to none, to be quite honest. And I, I love Russell Wilson for everything he is. You know, his faith, the, the family man he is, the, the leader. The positive energy he, he, he just exudes to, exudes to everyone. I get that. I love that part of him. Russell Wilson is not the same player he once was. He will never be the same player he once was. And people need to understand that and, and, and come, to, come to terms that that's going to be the deal. Um, we're, not, we're not giving Pete Carroll enough credit uh, for Russell Wilson's, um, you know, his, his career in general. Uh, you've seen what, what Pete Carroll's doing with Geno Smith right now. Geno Smith played, what, four or five different teams. All of a sudden, he gets in Seattle with Pete Carroll, and now he's a Pro Bowl caliber caliber player. He's a he's you know, he's a um, a really good quarterback. We haven't seen that, and we've seen what happens when Russell Wilson left. Left, he's not in that scheme. He's not under the umbrella of Pete Carroll anymore. And this has got nothing to do with Sean Payton. I'm not I'm not saying that Sean Payton's not a great court, uh, coach, but I think that the best days for Russell Wilson is behind him now. I, I I look based upon what I saw last year. I would agree, but I mean, we saw Kurt Warner have a career resurrection. We've seen Randall, Randall Cunningham career resurrection, Vinny Testaverde. So uh, that that part will be that part will be fascinating. Let, let me go to the Jets. Um, offensive line issues appear to be like the one weakness, and Robert Sala, their head coach, called out the group in a in a team meeting. Uh, meanwhile, they they signed Dalvin Cook. There's not really offensive linemen on on the market. How how difficult is it to have a really good offense, even with great skill position players, if you're not good up front? Very difficult, and and why? Because they're playing in the AFC East division, where there's tons of D linemen and pass rushes. They're going to have to see week in and week out. Um, if they were playing somewhere else, where you don't have some a couple of dominant pass rushers and a couple of dominant interior guys. They may be able to get away with it and still possibly win a division. Um, but last time I checked, you're not running the ball with an average or below average offensive line. You just won't. And as great as Aaron Rodgers is, he can't throw the ball from his back. And it looks like right now that's where he's going to spend a good amount of his time this year if they don't fix the offensive line issues. Now, I know that they talked about uh, Bakatari and a couple guys coming over um, you know, to, to kind of get them some help. They need to make a decision on that now. Don't get to week three or four and try to see what a trade deadline is. You need to adjust those problems right now because it can get get really bad for, for that offense quickly if they don't fix that problem. Why would the Packers trade David Bakhtiari? Well, for one, I, I don't I don't see them doing a whole lot this year in general. And there's no knock against Jordan Love, but I think we've all seen enough. We've all seen that he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be close to Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to fill the shoes of Aaron Rodgers, and I don't care how positive they're talking about him in the locker room because they have to. That's your teammate. You're supposed to talk good about him, but let's face it. He's nowhere close. He's not going to be close to Aaron Rodgers. So if you're looking at that, let's see what you can get for Bakatari right now. right? Let's see if you can get some draft picks. Let's see if you can get something right now because they're going to be in a rebuilding stage for the next couple of years regardless of how Jordan Love plays or not. Dude, he hadn't started. I mean, he hadn't he played what, one game in his life. <laughs> you're waving the white flag already? Yeah, I just look, I, we, we've seen enough where, you know, with Jordan Love. Wait, when? Wait, when? Sean, help me out. When? 
We, we've what, seen what, him. We've seen him in preseason games, right? Come on, man. We've seen come him in preseason games. We've seen like what? What? What have we seen that he's going to step in and and do anything in Aaron Rodgers' place? If can he? Look, can, if he can he? Can he? Sta- can he start a couple of games first? Like, look. Do but, I think? But, but, do but, I? Look, hold, on, do, hold, on, hold, on, hold on one second. Like, if if he look, they were trying to get Aaron Rodgers out the door years ago. They were trying to get Aaron Rodgers out the door years ago. No, if, they were not. That's the, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Stop. Stop for one second. Let's have a legit discussion about this. When they dra- you're talking about when they drafted Jordan Love. When they drafted Jordan Love, their they whole objective was to get Aaron Rodgers out of that locker room, off no, of that it, team. Within no, the no, it wasn't. No, no, it, no, no, it wasn't. Jordan Love, okay, was a was a developmental prospect, right? He played start played two years in college, one good, one not good. Aaron Rodgers was coming off a season where everyone who covered the sport said it felt like he was in decline. It was not a, they were not trying to get him out of the building right away. They were trying to have a succession plan. And Aaron Rodgers turned around and had two MVP seasons. Okay. Meanwhile, they tried to develop Jordan Love. So there wasn't, they were trying to get him out of the building right then. They were trying to have a, they're never going to draft in the top 10 because they're the Packers and they're a good organization. So in order to get the next quarterback, they had to get one in the twenties, just like they got with Aaron Rodgers. How, how do you, how do you draft, how do you draft a quarterback that high and he's not playing? I just don't. You had Aaron Rodgers. They need it. Listen, they need it. Okay, so if you got a quarterback there who is who you know can go out and get it done, why not go get a defensive lineman, a pass rusher, a wide receiver, offensive lineman, somebody to help Aaron Rodgers? They were trying to get Aaron Rodgers out the door, and they couldn't because Jordan Love isn't the player they thought he was going to be. You don't draft a guy in the first round. Could they have drafted uh, T? Uh, what? What? Uh, not T. Y. Hilton. Um, T. Higg- they could have taken T. Higgins. Like that's that that's the guy. They were in the twenties, dude, and based upon their board, they felt like they could get the quarterback of the future. And the timeline matched up with with this year. And it only got messy because turns out Aaron still had juice in the tank, right? But the idea that they were trying to get him remember they were coming off of playing in an NFC. They 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 played in the NFC playoffs, the NFC championship game. Right? They consistently in the playoffs and deep into the playoffs. So the idea that they had to go out and get one rookie here, one rookie there, just goes against what they've always done. Again, I'm, I'm not saying they handled it perfectly or Aaron handled it perfectly, but I would defend Jordan Love in that no one on earth, Jordan Love included, thought he was going to play in the first couple of years. And this was supposed to be the year where he's the starter, and he is. And I mean... I think we could give him a season or a half a season to see what he is. I, I, but why? But, but you—he's not new to the system. He's not new to what's going on. How do you need that much time in order to figure because out? Because he hasn't played in any games. Well, he's played enough. He's been. He's had enough when? game time experience. What, when? When he's got in the game, he was good he last done, year against Philadelphia. He was good last was year that? against Philadelphia. I don't think he's as good as he played, but he's—he was good last year against Philadelphia. So I—I I just don't. I—I I don't. I understand what you're saying. You're saying like, look, they're not going to be that good anyway. But I would guess that what the Packers are sitting there going like, well, let's, why don't we find out? We have all these young wide receivers. All of our money is tied up into Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones, right? Everybody else is on a rookie contract in terms of skill position, guys. And let's figure out what we got, see if he's any good. And if he's not, and we get to, you know, before the trade deadline, we can always move Bakhtiari and, and plan on starting over next year. But I mean, the idea that we're starting over before we start, that I don't understand. Yeah, I, no, no one's ever going to admit it. I mean, the truth be told, no one's ever going to admit it. But I think they know what they got on the team. I know they, what they think they got in the locker room. I'm just saying for the Jets' sake, 
Yeah. I would go after Bakhtari right now. I'm not going to wait to the trade deadline. I would make a, make a move now. We know what the offensive line looks like for the Jets. So that, that move, to me, in my opinion, has to be made right now by the Jets somewhere. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. Some people think they're going to be better than the Eagles. Some people think business as usual. What do you think of Dak at this point? That, you know, he's, uh, he's Dak Prescott, right? I mean, he's a great leader, great teammate, um, says the right things when he's supposed to. He's just not a great quarterback. It's, it's, it's just one of those things, man, that um, I think because of all of his other positive intangibles that people are not really on him as much as they should be. But I, I'll say this, that if, if he doesn't perform this year or get, those, get uh, the Cowboys in the playoffs or deep in the playoffs, they should look at moving Dak Prescott. Find a way to bring someone else in there because they they have a great team in other positions. They have one of the best defensive players in Parsons in football. Lawrence, one of the best cornerback tandems in football, if not the best. And the only thing, but you're just not going to win without a great quarterback in this league. So, and, and no, two, they, they're going to have to see the Eagles, and you know the the Commanders are probably going to be a better team this year coming in with new ownership and everything else. If they don't go deep in the playoffs, the Cowboys, they need to look at making a move with Dak Prescott some way, somehow. Uh, the Eagles uh, lost seven starters, their offensive and defensive coordinator, but uh, Jalen Hurts is back, new contract, and he far exceeded anybody's realistic expectations of him last year. He's got two absolute dudes to throw to. And defensively, even though you know you have some age up front, they've re- seemingly replaced them in the draft. But not having having lost your coordinators feels like on the outside changes you a lot. What do you think of the Eagles? Last year, easiest schedule in the NFL, but they get all the way to the Super Bowl, nearly win the Super Bowl. What do you think of the Eagles this year? I think they got a chance to get back, um, but mainly because of the division they're in. Um, there's no question about it. They're going to be hurting this year without the D coordinator and, and those guys there. They 100% are not going to look the same. But the addition of like Carter, their D line right now, the way they can pass rush, uh, uh, you know, they got a great pass rush out there. Yeah, the, the players are still there. I just we don't know enough about the scheme of how they're going to put them in the position. But I'll tell you, man, Carter looks like <laughs> like a guy who's been in the league for five years already. Um, the way he likes to get after it. So if they win another division, I would say they will probably have uh, an uphill battle. But in the division they're in, I, <laughs> you know, they they got a shot every year until they find a way to uh, to Dallas find a way to compete with them to be on and and that for the Commanders as well. Sean Merriman joining us here uh, in the herd. I'm Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin. Heard on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeart Radio app. Are you a buyer into Tua and his ability to stay healthy? You know he. He did some MMA stuff to learn how to fall because he just kept getting ragdolled and hitting his head. Um, there's questions, obviously. I think you were at that Charger game last year. They opened up with the Chargers in terms of his ability to throw outside the numbers with arm strength. But they, they do have a talented roster, and they appear to believe in him. What are, what's your level of belief in Tua? They, it, it, again, it, it's going to come down with health to him. Um, you know, I know he's been picking up some jujitsu. By the way, I, I try to tell and, and talk to a lot of guys. Obviously, me being in the MMA space now and trained with some of the best in the world for 17 years and been around the sport, I think it's just just healthy for you to pick up some kind of discipline, whether it's any kind of combat sport. So I think that's going to help him. At the end of the day, um, he doesn't have too many opportunities to have the injuries that he had before. 
right? Hit the, the big hit where he slammed his head on the back of the ground, and we saw you know how scary that looked on TV. Uh, some of the other concussions with him just wobbling and going back down. Like these are not injuries that you can say, okay, I'll try it again. I'll try it again. Like he, he has those type of injuries have a hit count, and at some point in time, if that happens again, someone somewhere, whether it's in an organization. His family, his friends, somebody is going to have to figure out whether they need to pull the plug on his career, period. You know, he's had too many of those, too many of those big concussions and, and too many problems going forward um, to keep happening. But it's no doubt about it. If he's healthy, if he's healthy, he puts him in the best position to win that division this year if, if he's healthy. Sean, awesome stuff, man. Um, again, the, the event lights out, lights out 10. That's next Saturday at Casino Palmba. Uh, that's uh, live on FUBU. Of course, you can go get tickets in San Diego. You can watch it. First time, they're going to be in San Diego. Sean, thanks so much for joining us in the herd. Thanks, man. Thanks, Adam. I've been telling you about Tacova's boots for a long, long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of 100 bucks at Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD at checkout. All you got to do, H-E-R-D. That's H-E-R-D at Decovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.